1: Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what is going on? Welcome, Dan Bach here with the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast for you on this Monday. Hope all is going well in your world. Coming off an exciting weekend of golf, of course, with Tiger Woods in contention. Didn't quite get it done, but made for pretty good viewing. Uh, Today, of course, on the show, we're going to talk a good bit about Major League Baseball. Tonight, we'll recap you on some of the... Uh, DFS events that took place this weekend, and uh, and yeah, that's what we kind of got on tap. Big thanks, as always, to Fantasy Draft as they continue to sponsor this show and the uh, 430 show, and make sure you check those guys out. I really mean this. If you enjoy the free content, you know, not everybody is able to be a premium subscriber. We hope that you find value in it, but if it doesn't fit your budget and you want to pay it forward to us... Go over to Fantasy Draft, make that deposit. That allows us to do things like this and the Free Grinders Live Show as well. So check them out if you haven't done so. Promo code Grinders when you sign up, and three months of free premium when you do so. And it, uh, you know, it's paying it back to a sponsor here on Roto Grinders. So they mean a lot to us. Uh, today, uh, let's start looking back though quickly from this weekend. We had the DraftKings final. Uh, huge shout out, going to Jeff Collins, uh, finally taking down a live final, he's been to a ton of them over the years, a guy who uh, you know got started with us over at Roto Grinders for a while, and uh, just a good dude all together, and uh, happy to see him have success at a live final, took down a half million dollars in that tournament, uh, I think it was stacking Cleveland and uh, St. Louis, Harrison Bader at 5%, I believe it was, so Good job by him, and uh, from everything I heard, I didn't make it out there for the DraftKings event this year, but was a smashing success, um, and congrats to everybody who qualified, and of course, FanDuel's live final will be this weekend on the other coast, so rack up those uh, miles out there, going from New York to, uh, I believe it's LA or San Diego, out there on the coast, so, uh, but FanDuel will be this weekend. good luck to uh, all of the grinders finalists that we have out there, and... Uh, Big congrats to uh, Jeff L. Hefe, Jeff Collins for the W this weekend. Also, we had the uh, Millionaire Maker this week, and the winner was Mr. G S O T W with a score of th- five eighty six. Just nudged out Borealis seven five nine by a single point. Uh, I wasn't following down the stretch to see if there was any like last second. Putts, makes, misses, that swung. Um, but the final lineup for GSOTW was Daniel Berger, Tony Finau, Brooks Kepka, Thomas Peters, Gary Woodland, and Tiger Woods. So he had, uh, looks like, four players under 10% owned in Berger, Peters, Woodland, Woods. And two players under 5% owned in Peters and Berger, who got the job done for him. And uh, did look him up. He is a Roto Grinders member, so uh, love that. So good job by him, and uh, have fun with that million bucks, man. Uh, Not a bad score. So that's probably going to be the end. Actually, that's definitely going to be the end of Millionaire Makers for PGA Golf for the season. Of course, we've got multiple Millionaire Makers in NFL for Week 1 over on DraftKings as uh, they've got their, their main slate, and then I believe their showdown slate for that Thursday game also has a million dollars up top so uh we're gonna have a lot more million dollar winners over the uh as the year goes on but congrats gsotw for your monster lineup this weekend all right let's get into what we got rolling here today in major league baseball uh 10 game slate for us uh broke it down i've kind of been off the baseball beat here lately uh Kids are finally back at school, so that means my life can be back to normal, which is weird because, you know, you're like, oh, the summertime, it's when everybody relaxes. No, summertime means I've got to jump in the car for, like, two hours a day uh, dropping off and picking up kids from camp. So that has ended. I've got my mornings back, so I should be able to be, you know, on call here for more fantasy fixes than I have over the last month or so. And I think it's good, too, because, like, I haven't been necessarily doing the prep because I haven't even had XM over the last couple of weeks. We're off during the week, Monday through Friday in, in uh, August, so uh, I haven't really been knuckling down doing the prep, and it's kind of showed because I haven't had a very good run of it, but uh, I like what I'm seeing in this slate tonight, so, uh, so let's jump into it here. Uh, lots of pitching options for us to look at, uh, and we'll talk about them. I think... Uh, the interesting pricing that we have out here on DraftKings Fantasy Draft where you've got it feels like an underpriced Clayton Kershaw, uh, but also feels almost like a sucker bet. Uh, we do have a lot of names we can go with. And then some like kind of crappers as well that we can throw out there as, you know, potential options for us. So uh, we got the Subway Series out there in New York, Yankees versus Mets. we got to look at the uh, at the weather here. We're seeing 74% chance of rain Uh, At 7 o'clock, and just about 50% over the next three hours. So we'll have to check in with Kevin Roth on that one. But both these pitchers, uh, obviously viable. We've got a team total of seven. We've got an implied run total of the Mets at three. And Luis Severino, you know, has been a guy who's really been a frustrating option here the second half of the season. You know, he had that stretch of like. One, two, three, four consecutive starts where he was under 10 DraftKings fan draft points. And then against the White Sox, he bounced back pretty strong there with a 25 fantasy point performance. We'll see what he does tonight here against the Mets. This feels like another good spot for him. Um, but, you know, you look at that 11-8 salary there on uh, DraftKings and uh, on fandraft, Obviously, you have the correlation in salary. And he's the second most expensive pitcher behind the pitcher on the other side, Jacob DeGrom uh on DraftKings salaries it's 12.3 for him Severino at 118 8 at 10.5, and then Kershaw at 10k Bumgarner at 9,900 and Zach Greinke at 97 so those are your uh like top six starters that we have on the slate I think I'd rather go Severino over DeGrom if I'm choosing from either in this game I just don't know if the weather is going to make that possible and today's pitching build is really interesting on multiple pitcher sites because I feel like you can absolutely spend up for two or you there are probably about two or maybe three crappers that we can throw out there and you know build lineups that way that's going to get us more and more bats. so I love these days where there is not just a crystal clear obvious way to build lineups and uh, and I think that's that's where we're at today so Severino I'm liking uh, obviously the matchup that we get from him the Mets are, are just dreadful they're kind of packed it in uh, right now and hopefully that start that we saw last time is what we have more of moving forward uh, you know I think Fulton Nevich here today is a guy that's going to be really overlooked and I think that we we've got to consider him now it's a 735 game again they've got an early game on this slate but they're going against Miami and you know you've got to look at this Miami Um, plate IQ report for today. Uh, They're terrible versus righties today. You're talking about Dare Dietrich and Anderson are the only guys over a 330 WOBA against righties this season. Uh, You've got 300 for Ortega, 313 for Castro, 269 for Prado, 277 for JT Riddle, uh, Sierra at 128, Holiday at 2:37, and of course the pitcher spot as well. I think Fulty can really mow these guys down. I mean, this guy's been super solid all season long, and uh, and I really, you know, with Atlanta obviously in the mix, they're coming focused, ready to play. Not huge strikeout numbers for Miami. That's the drawback for the salary that you're that you're getting. But I don't know, especially if that New York game is threatened for um, the possibility of. Being rained out, there's there's not a lot of K upside anywhere there. Even Kershaw tonight, you know, his he had one strikeout, I believe, in that last start. And uh, there's just a lot of red. I mean, you talk about isolated power, uh, 158 by Dietrich and 156 by Riddle are the biggest numbers that he's going to have to deal with here today. And uh, and I think Volte's in, in a strong strong spot. Uh, let's see Vegas's outlook on this. Uh, it's the second game of the doubleheader, so we don't have a, a total. But, I mean, I think he's minus 200, right? He should be a minus 200 favorite against Mirandy Gonzalez. Mirandy Gonzalez is leaves a lot to be desired, by the way, as well. Um, you know, 5.71 ERA and seven relief appearances so far this season. And this is going to be his first start. Uh, 47 strikeouts and 73 innings across 14 AAA starts in New Orleans. That's not good. Like, I think he's going to get plenty of run support. Minus 200 might be too small. might be like minus 250 in that game. So I don't have a a, a, a total on that one today. Considering that Tukey Toussaint, uh, Toussaint in the first game is minus 177, we're probably looking at minus 225 to 250, I think, for Fulte today. And I think he goes under-owned, overlooked. He's one of the names I'm, you know, certainly looking to play. I mean, 382 x XFIP this season, 28% K rate. Uh, definitely fits the bill for me. Uh, other names for us. Okay, we've, you know, Zach Greinke gets Texas today. Uh, the, you know, I think people might be scared to play him, and rightfully so. I get it. It is in Texas, and we've seen that yield more runs than, I believe, any other ballpark this season, including Coors Field. Um, and he's been good, not great lately. 17, 16 in his last couple of starts. Obviously, at a run of 26, 44, 32, which was excellent in terms of DraftKings fantasy draft points. Uh, I do get a little bit nervous going into this ballpark, but it's kind of baked in that salary at 9,700. The good news for us today is that this isn't a scorcher out in Texas. It's 82 degrees. That's hot, but it's not insane. Um, And you can kind of see it in that that total at 9.5. I would have thought, though, That we would actually have a higher team total for Arizona against Bartolo Colon today. 5.44 is significant, but the team total or the overall game is still under 10 right now. So I think Granky's in play. I don't think I can press that button in cash games today, but he should probably be in your rotation uh, of pitchers for GPPs. Uh, Let's go to Kershaw next. You know, he is. Pitching at home today against the Giants. And, uh, you know, last start for him wasn't so hot. Six innings, two earned runs, only one strikeout, six hits allowed. I mean, the the days of a dominant Kershaw seem to be in the past. But, boy, you know, Vegas is very strong on him today. Uh, Minus 201, implied run total for San Francisco, under three. They're, I feel like, better against lefties than they are righties. Um, But the fact of the matter is... He is priced, you know, the the fourth priced pitcher right now, and all the early algorithms that I'm looking at in an optimal lineups are all plugging Clayton Kershaw in there. So they're, you know, expecting uh, a, a bounce back for him today. Uh, I'm fine with it. Uh, it's the question is do you is that like a sucker salary like 10k? The you know it's it's cheap. It's not you know redonkulously cheap, but look at where he was previous to that. 128 116 128 119 those are his last four 129 129 12 12-11-7. Nine, nine, so this is you know clearly the lowest number we've ever seen for Clayton Kershaw and probably accurate for what we've seen from him um but we know you know there can be some upside you know baked in for for them to get into the 20s like that's good enough for that salary so i'll be curious to see where Jamino pegs the ownership here on him today i mean Strange as it sounds, Fulty, I believe, is like in a better spot than Kershaw today. Like he's got more K upside, I believe, for only what five hundred dollars more. So uh, but that's this is one of those scenarios where you can play Kershaw and Fultanevich or Fulty and Grinky. Uh, I'm probably not playing Mad Bum today against uh that Dodgers offense. I just don't really see that being the, the play on this slate. And then if New York goes, you know, you've got DeGrom or Severino. And Severino, my preferred choice between those guys. All right, let's move down to some other uh, players. And it pains me to say this, but if you're looking to go cheap, there's like three names that I'm willing to play today. And the first name is Reynaldo Lopez here. And I don't love Reynaldo Lopez. I mean, you look at his plate IQ scores this season, and we've got uh, a 587 XFIP for him this year with a 16% K rate and a 10% walk rate. That alone should probably, you know, maybe get me fired for even mentioning his name. But he is a road favorite here going against this Tigers offense, which we'll go through their numbers in a minute, is not great. But, you know, you're going to get one of two starts here for him. He's at a 21, a 15, a negative six, a negative two, a 15, a one, a twenty, a fourteen. Those are his last like eight starts for you. It's either been really good or really bad. And I ask you, do we really think Detroit's going to lay it on Ronaldo Lopez as a really bad start? Uh, I don't see it. I mean, it happened, I guess, on the fifteenth of uh, of July or no, fifteenth of June. Um, he gave up uh, six innings, nine hits and three earned runs but man i look at this lineup and you see nothing but red here and a lot of times you know the guy like lopez is not a k pitcher you know you look at wobas and you'll be like eh like okay the wobas aren't great let's see what the contact wobas are and then you see a pile of green and a bunch of guys over 400 in the in the cx Woba we've got on plate iq and you don't see that today you know you got you know uh, Gerber, let me put these over the last two seasons so we have a little bit larger sample size on this one. And it's ugly. I mean, small sample size on Gerber leading off, but 229 Woba versus uh, versus righties, 320 on the CX Woba. Iglesias, 284, 282. Castellanos, 324 with an impressive 454. Now, obviously, that's one guy... Who is in a very good spot today and could be a dangerous bat, but even 324 Woba in the last 883 plate appearances is not elite by any standard. That contact Woba, pretty solid. Candelaria, 163 ISO, 311 weighted OBA, 333 contact Woba. Uh, Victor Martinez, he's dust, 297 weighted OBA. Uh, Nick Goodrum, 303 weighted OBA, 421 on the contact. Well, but see, that's an example of a guy who can do well um, against non strikeout pitchers, which, of course, Lopez is. Uh, But then you've got, you know, Aducci, who's all right, you know, 323 up to a 392. It's all right. McCann, 277 uh, up to a 345. That's not that impressive. Uh, And then Jones, uh, 260, two up to 283. So, you know, we literally have like three guys who are in the red. One guy who is even, and that's Victor Martinez. And when I say even means, you know, he's not red or green. But if you took it down to this season, he's what, into the red. I just think this is an offense he can kind of get it done against. So he's in my rotation of pitchers today. Um, If you want to pay up for bats, you want to differentiate, I think his ownership is going to be below 10% today. So throwing Ronaldo Lopez as an option at starting pitcher. And then the other couple of crappers that we've got to look at here today, um, let's go out to Toronto and they get a matchup. Versus Kansas City, and they're throwing Sean Reed Foley out there. 4.4K on DraftKings, 5K on FanDuel, or 55 on FanDuel. I don't know if he's in the fan FanDraft uh, player pool. Not showing up on his player page that he is. But he's going to make his debut today. And not bad numbers. In fact, you could say downright good numbers between double and triple A here. 146 strikeouts to only 47 walks over 126 innings. So, well over a K an inning. And if you look into his game logs, even in the minor leagues, it's not like one start where he got lit up for like eight runs in two innings. Like, if you took that out, and that was like his first start at AAA this season, um, he's been really, really good. And against Kansas City, a team who, I was looking back at their schedule, I think they've only scored... here we go. Let me bring it up here. They have not been scoring many runs here at all. Let's see. Two runs against the Cardinals. Three runs against the Cardinals. Zero runs against the Cardinals. So they've had five runs scored over their last three games. They put nine up against the Cubs. And then they got shut out against the Cubs. Um, one run against the Cubs. I mean, they've, they're just in a tailspin right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine losses out of their last ten games. Uh, This is that time of year where teams are packing it in. So I think this guy's viable. Uh, I I don't see any reason why he can't throw 100 pitches here at 4,400. That is just a dirt cheap price. And Kansas City, um, a favorite here in this one at minus 119. So I think Sean Reed Foley, the hyphen, is a guy we can look at. And then last but not least, Clayton Richard, I think he's going to drive some ownership. And if Jamino has him as a popular play today, I'd much rather go to the Toronto guy because I feel like there's more upside in the Toronto guy in the hyphen than we get with Richard because he just doesn't strike guys out. Um, but this is a kind of a perfect example here of why I'm more nervous on him. Yes, you've got weighted OBAs this season for this lineup 259 on Calhoun. 265 on Fletcher, 26 or 284 on Upton, 269 on Pujols, 204 with Caleb Cowart. Again, that's 13 uh, plate appearances, so that's uh, really not enough sample size. But even those top four guys, all th- all four of them in today's practice- projected lineup, under 300. But if you if you look at that contact, well, but you're at 431 for Calhoun, 328 for Fletcher, not great. Upton at 4:30, Pools at 3:94, uh, and then you can go down to um, you know the bottom of the order again in small sample sizes. Much improved when they're not striking out, and this is a guy with a 16% K rate uh, against righties. We're looking at uh, 18%, so it doesn't even go up that much more. So that's why I'm a little bit afraid with Clayton Richard. Is just don't know that he can dominate this team. Um, And if he's, you know, pitching to contact, they've done pretty well in that. So uh, just to give you an idea, like contact, uh, weighted OBA of this starting lineup, 409. And let's take a look what it is for Rinaldo Lopez there against uh, righties for Detroit. And you're like 357. I mean, you got a team Woba of 286 against righties on today's projected lineup for Detroit. That's awful. Just absolutely awful. All right, so uh, those are the pitchers that I'm looking to play. Let's move on into the bats for today. I like to take it position by position, so uh, let's jump into it over at first base. You know, I think you're going to see Arizona is chalk today. Paul Goldschmidt, I think, has got the highest plate IQ number we've got on the slate tonight. He's 4.7, and with you know some of the cheaper pitchers you have out there, I think that you're going to see a lot of ownership spike on those guys. So he is definitely a guy that you know, you're know you going to be playing probably in cash games. In GPPs, I really like moving to a couple of other guys instead. Freddie Freeman um, today against uh, the youngster uh, for uh, the Marlins, Mirandy Gonzalez, uh, definitely 4.8K for him. Uh, Make sure, you know, it's a doubleheader. We want to make sure that he's in the lineup, but he's 100 more than Goldschmidt, and I think Goldschmidt will have 2x to 3x the ownership on him, so I like Freddie Freeman a good bit tonight. Um, I think the White Sox are my sneaky team here today. Jose Abreu going against Lewicki. Lewicki is kind of a bullpen arm, and we know Detroit doesn't have a good bullpen, and he's also a guy who just doesn't strike guys out. So... Abreu in an excellent spot today uh, to potentially take one deep. So, uh, definitely looking at him as an option for us. Uh, no problem with Toronto. Smoke against Keller. Uh, Keller's pretty much trash when it comes to uh, the numbers that he's put up this season. And Smoke, 349, weighted OBA, 190 ISO against this handedness. And Matt Carpenter, how about a 301 ISO for him? I'm not really too interested in... St. Louis here um, in this game against Washington in general. I mean, tough beat for Washington last night with that David Boat Grand Slam to uh, to win it. So I don't have a ton of exposure to that one, but man, the uh, the you know um, ISO numbers against lefties this season for King Carpenter uh, absolutely elite, and it's kind of shows two sixty seven or two sixty five nice ISO for Smoke today. I think he's definitely a guy that we can look to play. Uh, All right, moving on over to second base tonight. Actually, we've got David Fletcher as the highest played IQ score. I think we had at this position, I think we had um, Pujols as one of the top guys at first base as well. So more reason why I'm kind of lukewarm there on Clayton Richard, despite just the super cheap salary. But the guy I'm looking to play today, and I hope he's batting first and not eighth. Um... One Mancata today. I mean, Mancata, you look for the matchups for him against pitchers who don't throw strikeouts, and Lewicki doesn't really throw strikeouts. You know, his K rate versus lefties is a paltry 12.8%, where Mancata is a 487 contact woba, not even terrible of 332. Um, anyway, two hundred eight, uh, 206, that ISO. Everything about him screams like, find those pitchers that he that can't strike him out, and play him. And I think that's one of those guys today. So, if Moncada's in the lineup. Love him if he's at the top of the, of, of the order. I'm probably playing him either way, but then he might get multiple at-bats uh, here today, which is what I'm hoping for. 3.9 over on DraftKings. FanDuel 3K. Our fantasy draft site, 7,700 today. So, definitely a guy to consider. Don't mind... Um, Obviously, looking at Arizona, you've got Marte and Descalso. Both those guys are going to be going against Bartolo Colon today. They're probably going to be somewhat chalky, but expensive at 4.2k tonight. And let's see um, other numbers for us: Devin Travis, uh, 271, or excuse me, Jed Jerko. Uh, that's the guy that you love versus lefties. 428 WOBA, 271. The ice, I said, I'm not loving. The cardinals today but um he's definitely a one-off that again if you want to get off of arizona which i think is going to be very popular he's an option in that price range as well but uh yeah uh my top my favorite play Moncada today over there at second all right moving on over to third again if you're paying down for pitching most people i think are going to want to get as much eduardo escobar they can into their lineups but um we also have Homer Bailey pitching, and he is old and awful, and he's playing Cleveland today. Now, he plays him at home, so that helps a little bit. Cleveland a little bit better at home than on the road, but you got a 6K Jose Ramirez, um, 22 positive plate IQ factors to three negative for him today. You can make it work, though. I mean, with the salaries, if you're playing a 4K guy or Lopez in the 6K range, uh, even with Kershaw at 10, like you've got enough. Salary to put in a 6K guy, uh, I just don't know if, you know, that's the route that I want to go on on my builds. Because, um, again, I, I do think paying up for two pitching spots is not the worst idea out there. So he's popping, obviously. Um, but Escobar, 4600 a good bit cheaper and certainly gets a matchup versus Eduardo Escobar. Uh, let's see where else we're looking here. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, over at third base, again, you got Descalso here as a possibility. Um, let me see here real quick. Uh, the Whites, uh, yeah, we'll have to check and see what the rest of these lineups look like. Um, again, not a lot is popping for me at this third base spot that I feel like I need to play. Like, I don't love Kyle Seeger versus Sean Mania today. Uh, Justin Turner against Bumgardner, not my favorite. I mean, if you need value, David Fletcher batting second against Clayton Richard. He's 3.2K tonight, so that's a pretty good spot in the order for him versus a uh, a lefty. I might prefer Caleb Cowart a little bit more just based on ownership. He's 300 more expensive. We'll hit lower in the order, but uh, definitely a guy who had actually some pretty good um, contact woba for him. Uh, let me see the numbers for him over the last two seasons, because uh, only 11. Yeah, not a whole lot of sample size on him at all, but uh, could be a good pivot for you there. Um, Matt Chapman, don't mind him betting second against Marco Gonzalez. Gonzalez is another guy I'm looking to pick on. I mean, he's pretty darn good. I think his XFIP is below four for us this season. Uh, but 199 isolated power for him is not too shabby, but... Maybe we do just force Jose Ramirez into our lineups tonight. Okay, over at uh, Short, again, same reason. You might want to play Ramirez. You could play Lindor. It's Homer Bailey. 260 ISO versus righties. One of the best bats we've got on the slate today. Machado does match up well here, handedness-wise. 238 ISO, 370 Woba against the lefties. But a pretty elite matchup, um, or elite pitcher today, Madison Bumgarner. It's going to make it a little bit tougher to press that button on a game with a total of what seven there tonight. So uh that one's gonna be a tad bit more difficult to uh to go there. Um let's see. Uh Paul de today. Man, I said I wasn't gonna play Cardinals. I might not want to reconsider against lefties. Uh 359 weighted OBA, 247 that uh ISO for him, and yeah, you know. Not a bad matchup there. I like the White Sox today, so Tim Anderson, definitely a name I'm looking at. Uh, he's 3.8K, too, so not an expensive price on him. And uh, we'll see where he bats. Don't love him in the 7-hole, but uh, definitely uh, a name that you know I don't mind playing one bit. All right, let's get to outfielders and then be on our way today. Uh, yeah, you're going to see a lot of Arizona. Peralta and Pollock, I think they're going to be the chalk for us today. So if you want to play them... Uh, in your cash games, I get it. Uh, you know, your entry max tournaments, I get it. If you're mass multi-entering, I'm not sure. Uh, if you really want to be above, I mean, either go all above or you, you kind of hope that game doesn't go off. But Bartolo Colon pitching, it might. BVP uh, maybe of the day today is shouldn't be surprising. We get, you know, the rules if we've got... Uh, Nelson Cruz versus a lefty. We got to look at him, or at least look at that BVP, see what the history shows. And seven for 18, three home runs and five walks versus Sean Manaya tonight. So uh, if you need a one-off uh, for them, uh, he is definitely a guy to look at. Love me some David Palka today for the same reasons that I loved Juan Mancata. I like Polka because I think he's not going to strike out. And if he doesn't strike out, he's going to maybe hit a home run today, batting cleanup. Uh, bullish on the White Sox today, Delmonico or Yolmer Sanchez. Yolmer's the third baseman, but Delmonico at 3.4 is an option. So maybe Yolmer is going to be my guy. Maybe I'm just, you know, uh, going all in on the White Sox tonight. Not not in love with Artie Lewicki tonight. Uh, All right, other outfielders for us. uh, Again, talked about the value, Delmonico 3.4. No problem looking to Ronald Acuna again today uh, against the youngster 4.8K kind of in that leadoff spot at least he is in this early game we'll see where he shows up in the late game but definitely not a guy to consider uh, my tune is slowly changing on the Cardinals Marcelo Zuna has draftkings put him over 4k once this season I don't know that they have but uh, he gets a matchup versus a lefty where we know last season he was uh, absolutely elite in that in that split 354 over the last two seasons 142 weighted OBA so uh, some de- decent numbers there. Uh, Curtis Granderson, uh, leading off. Love him for cash games today at 4.2. Pretty good numbers for him the last two seasons against righties. And uh, we talked about Keller. He is not a strong pitcher at all. 338 Woba, 222 in that isolated power. So he is popping for me a little bit tonight. Um, And then uh, Canha against lefties is definitely a guy we can be willing to play. at 3.7 if you need value. Uh, he's a guy that uh, I think you can press that button on here tonight. And uh, and I think that's what I've got for you today in terms of the names of players that I'm looking to play in my lineups. Quick recap in terms of the stacks that I'm looking to play tonight. I love the White Sox today as a one-off. Don't think they're going to be very popular. The Braves versus Morandi Gonzalez, yes. Toronto versus Brad Keller, sign me up for that one as well. And, uh, obviously, Arizona and Cleveland, I think, are going to be more your chalky options, which, with some of the light-salary uh, pitchers that I think you can play today, it certainly will make some sense to get some exposure there. But that's it. I am done for today. Thanks for giving me a listen, a download. Leave me a review over there on iTunes. It uh, means a lot when you do that. I'm supposed to tell you to unsubscribe, resubscribe, and leave a review. I don't know. It's supposed to help the, the podcast ratings on iTunes. So, if you want to do that... Please make sure you do it. Uh, preseason football, Jamino just absolutely crushed it week one. Uh, he's going to be pumping out the content again for this week's preseason games. And remember, if you're a sub already on Roto-Grinders, you get it. If you're a monthly sub, um, if you're not, now is the time to get in on that monthly subscription. If you want to buy it a la carte, you can. I think it's 20 bucks, But definitely check that out. He, uh, he killed it the first week. And nobody's putting out the level of content he is this preseason. So hopefully you can get your bankroll started this NFL season in the right way uh, by grinding some of that uh, uh, NFL preseason DFS. But I am out of here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of what we do here at Rotogrinders.com. Talk to you again tomorrow. See you
0: everybody. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.